Howdy, everybody. They're out in Tendrick Minimum Land. Welcome to the happy hour. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. It is a holiday weekend. Monday is Memorial Day. Um, and I forgot, and I told people to ask me questions, and I would answer them on the Tendrick Minimum podcast. And since I gave everyone Sunday night off, I can't really do that. Hello. Hi to my mom. She's watching. Um, so, since I can't answer the questions on the podcast on Sunday, I'm here to answer your questions. Now, so, um, before I do that, um, a friend of mine, Matt Simons, little Matty Simons, owns a brewery, in, a brewery and distiller, distilling and he has his new uh, Tres Pastolas bourbon out, and I just picked this bottle up. Just got home with it. Uh, it still has the little ribbon on the top. So I'm going to cut it open, and I'm going to see what it's like, you know. Matt did not give me this bottle. I paid for it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, he did give me this hat, though. So I, I did get something. So maybe I'll I'll be a little bit biased. I don't know. We'll see. Woo! Smells like bourbon. So I have my little bourbon jar. And I'm ready to go. So let's see how it goes here. Let's pour it. I, I like it with ice. Some people like it straight. I like it with ice. You know, I'm more of a beer guy, but I do like a little bourbon here and there. So let me try that out. So... I have questions to answer, but if you guys have questions you would like for me to answer in the comments, you may put them. So, by all means, my mom does not get to ask questions. That's not uh, she. Get, she asks enough questions uh, in every day. She doesn't get to ask any on this. But um, so yeah, let me get right into it. Um, well, let me let me let me let's try this first. Hold on. You hear the ice, you know. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Now, Matt, I've known Matt since he first opened. Like, I think he was open for a month before I met him. And uh, he, uh, you know, he and I have kind of struggled along together. And uh, I've seen him struggle and he's seen me struggle. And we've helped each other out as best we can, you know, and I kind of have a fondness in my heart for him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough watching people go through rough times right now because of the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown. And I mean, it's a real tough one. So, but it's good that, you know, he got his bourbon out and I, I will say I've had, uh, this is the third iteration of his bourbon that I've had, and I would definitely say this is probably the best iteration by far. So if you want a local-made bourbon, uh, it is 100%. This isn't bought. He doesn't buy the bourbon from someone else and run it through his still once so that he owns it. From the ground up, he makes his own liquor, and uh, you can go to Broken Trail uh, Brewing and Distilling, and they are selling. It's in their uh, uptown taproom location, which is the only one they have. And they will sell you a bottle of their uh, Tres Pastolas bourbon. So 
I'm more than willing to help out. That is really tasty, actually. It's really good. Good job, Matt. So, broken trail. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, as the macho man Randy Savage would say. Oh, yeah. Let's see what we got here. How do you feel? This came in through uh, Instagram. How do you feel about people not wearing masks? Well, it's kind of I'm kind of torn on it. I mean, I wear a mask. I mean, uh, the, the the governor made it mandatory here. If you don't live in New Mexico, it's mandatory in New Mexico that you have to wear a mask. Um, so I'm going to wear one now. If a if you walk up to a business and they say on the outside, you have to wear a mask to go in. You have to wear a mask to go in. That that's it. I mean. And everybody's like, well, that's my against my constitutional rights. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird. You can't have it both ways. You can't tell a place that, like, when a, when a bakery says they can't, they, they're not going to make a cake for a homosexual couple. And then people defend the right and say, well, it's their business. They can do what they want. Well, then, if they tell you you have to wear a mask to go in, it's their business. They can do what they want. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, you can't have one, can't have the other. So for me, it's like if they're telling me that, you know, I can wear a mask and I'm not going to get people sick, I'm going to wear a mask. You know, it doesn't really disrupt my day. It doesn't really hurt anything. There are bigger and better fights to fight, I feel, you know. I, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things. I'm just like, eh. My mom says I'm mean to her. I'm not mean to you. And if you really want to ask a question, you can ask a question. But I'm sure you probably already know the answer. So that's how I feel about it. I mean, I'm not, it doesn't, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really see what all the commotion is about. Um, uh, just wear one, you know? And if you, you know, you wear one and you never get sick and then you're like, see, I didn't get sick. Awesome. You know, it's just one of those things. I don't really care. I, I you know, and then when I see people not wearing a mask, I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't disrupt my day to put it on. And if I put it on and it keeps you from getting sick, it keeps my from my dad getting sick, my mom getting sick, awesome. You know? If if at anything at the end of the day it makes me feel better. That's how I feel about it. I don't know. I don't feel like it's infringing on any of my rights. I mean, I get into a car and if I don't wear a seatbelt, they find me. It's click it or ticket. For my safety, you know, I remember when they enacted that law and people flipped out and they were like, oh, and this isn't even a law. It's going to end. We're not going to have to wear them anymore. This isn't like forever. This is for now. You know, sometimes you got to make a sacrifice, you know, just got to do it. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. So, I mean, if I see someone not wearing a mask, I kind of like I'm not going to go around them. And I kind of feel like if if the mask really keeps you know, I know it doesn't keep, you know, first of all, here, here's one I wear. It's, it's pretty big because I have a beard, you know, but it's got Star Wars characters on it. It's fucking cool, you know. I'm, I'm like, hell yeah. And, and then I'm like, they're kind of small. And then people are like, no one notices there's Star Wars characters on it. And if they did, I'd be like, you're too close. If you know there's Star Wars here, you're too close. So I don't know. 
I don't care. I don't, and I don't get why people care. You know, there's bigger fights to fight than, oh no, they made me put a piece of cloth over my nose and mouth that could keep someone else from being sick. I don't care. This is dumb, stupid, just dumb. I, I don't know. So for me, it's like I, you keep seeing these videos, and they keep everybody calls them Karens. Man, I'm like I'm like sweating too much here. Everybody keeps calling them Karens, and like look what they did at this Karen. If you go to Costco and they tell you you can't come in here without a mask, first of all, Costco and Sam's and Walmart and Target are a cesspool of germs. Huge cesspool full of germs. You know? I don't know where the fuck you've been. That's why condoms exist, because I don't know where people have been. And I I haven't I have a Costco uh, membership, haven't been this entire time. Haven't been to a Walmart, haven't been to a Target, because you know why? Full of people, full of germs. So if they tell you not to and, and you're worried about it, stop going. Don't go there. You know? Cancel your membership. Who cares? Who gives a shit? That's the way I look at it. I don't know. Uh, next question. Why is New Mexico the land of enchantment? I'm from San Diego, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. Well, when I was growing up, we didn't call it the land of enchantment. We called it the land of entrapment. Um, and there's many reasons for that. It's like, Oh, you know, there's always like this uh, stigma that, you know, once you once you've li- once you're here, you never get you can't get out. You're stuck. You know. And uh, the funny thing about that is um, I've had friends that have moved away. And a lot of the people who actually listen to the podcast listen to it because they miss New Mexico like they miss it here. And I am in no way, shape, or form ever telling any human being, move to New Mexico. You know? If someone's like, hey, what's New Mexico like? I'm going to move there. Uh, I'm going to be like, um, a lot of medical waste out in the streets, cars on fire, uh, breaking bad, but you see it. People are just shooting each other in the streets. And I do that as a joke because, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want people moving here um i don't want i don't want what's here spoiled i want i love new mexico i i probably will never leave Uh, i was born here i've lived here my whole life i'll probably die here doesn't mean i haven't visited other places i've been all over the world been all over the united states seen a lot of places and this place has its flaws big time but everywhere does. Um, what do I love about New Mexico? Why is it the land of enchantment? Well, let me tell you. There's four sides to the state. And every side of the state is different. You have eastern New Mexico where I'm from. It's very flat. It's very Midwestern looking. It's very windy. You know. But they can put up big power chargers and they can uh, um, harness the wind for, you know, renewable energy, you know, uh, you can see for as far as you want, there's cap rock where you can go 
you know, exploring. Um, there's farming. Um, not a lot of rain, but you know, there's southern New Mexico. Southern New Mexico is what you would like really makes the state a desert. You know, down near Las Cruces and all that, it's very deserty. You know, I don't really know. I mean, but there's still mountains down there. Still places to go. Um, you have White Sands, which is really cool to go see. You have Carlsbad Caverns, which are amazing to see. Um, you know, just really cool stuff down there as well. You have uh, Almogordo. They have the Space uh, Museum there. Really amazing. So then you have the, the western part of the state. I mean, you have all kinds of... It, it's It's really weird. It's I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of spilling over into the Arizona desert kind of way. Um, you know, then you have like the Native American reservations. You have, you know, Sky City, um, just tent tent rocks, all different kinds of shit. Then you have northern New Mexico. Northern New Mexico is like southern Colorado, you know. There's skiing. There's um, snowboarding. There's lakes. I mean, they're all man-made. Everybody's like, "Oh, there's not really lakes here." Well, there's there's man-made ones, but they're all they're all within two hours of Albuquerque, pretty much. And if you want to go out on a lake, they, we have them. I mean, they're here. So you have lakes, you have snow skiing, you have snowboarding. Um, we have hiking, we have hang gliding. Um, we have a huge tram here. I mean, there's just and the sunsets alone are unbelievable unbelievable absolutely unbelievable you know um it's just the it's it's interesting like people move here i mean you have santa fe it's it you have taos you have angel fire you have red river you have all these like mountain towns you know and it's so funny because like you know people from texas hate new mexico but they sure love to come here and they sure love to experience all of the outdoor cool shit we have. You know, because they don't have it. You know, they don't. Um, and, you know, and with that, I mean, there's the bad. I mean, one thing that I don't understand is this perpetuation that Roswell, New Mexico, is this amazing thing you have to see. I'm going to tell you, and I feel, you know, I'm probably going to get, you know, hit up by the Roswell Tourism Board, and they're going to be pissed. When people fly into Albuquerque, and I meet them, and they're like, you know, I meet someone, and they're like visiting, and they're like, we're thinking about a day trip to Roswell. I am just always tell them, man, it ain't worth it. Man, it is not worth it. And if you're like, if you're like infatuated with Roswell because of the aliens, you're going to show up there, and it's this dusty desert town. And you're not going to see an alien. You're going to see a McDonald's that's shaped like a UFO. And then this little museum that is like tourist trap city. Uh, You pay to get in and it's over in like three to five minutes. And paper mache and aluminum foil shit. It's just not great. I mean, the only thing I would say is like 4th of July weekend, they have a huge alien fest. And that's pretty cool. But... (laughs) <laughs> still not that great, you know, hot, dusty. If you watch the TV show Roswell and you think that's what you're going to see, you are going to be sorely mistaken. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like people from New Mexico are some of the hardest working, hardest edged um, badasses that I've ever met in my entire life. You know, it's like we live in this this, you know, place that, you know, is rough and beautiful and raw. And we all struggle through it together. And we don't, uh, you know, for the most part, like if someone new comes in, we're like, mm, I don't know about that. And then, you know, within a couple of weeks, we're like, all right, you're one of us or you're not. You know, that's just how I see it. And uh, it's interesting because it's like there's a funny meme that's going around and I love it. It's like it's like uh, me when I'm in New Mexico and it's like. You know, let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can find it. I love it. It's like, uh, uh, let's see. And and it's absolutely a hundred percent the most truest thing I've ever seen. Um, let's see here. I probably won't be able to find it. Uh, <laughs> Wow. And, you know, we've had, like, Crystalia trash the place, trash Albuquerque. We've had uh, Jessica Alba trash Albuquerque. We've had, uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, Mary McCormick trash Albuquerque. And I love it. I love when they do that because it keeps them, keeps people out of here. Then you have, like, Brian Cranston loves it, you know. It's like, oh, what is the name of that? I can't find it. Anyway, there's this great meme, and it's like, um, I'm like I'm totally gonna paraphrase it, but it's like, oh, the crime is awful. The you know the wind's blowing and it's awful. The the you know, I don't know, uh, whatever bad thing about Albuquerque. Then it's like me when I'm outside of the state. Albuquerque is the greatest place. The balloon fiesta. My cousin's Georgia O'Keeffe, and you know, <laughs> it's just like it's exactly how we are. Like, we live here, and we're just like, yeah, fucking, you know, Albuquerque, you know, this, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of that. Then we'll leave and go to, like, you know, Chicago and be like, oh, man, you know what's great about New Mexico is this, 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 and that, you know. We don't really trash it. It's like, I'm okay to trash it. You're not okay to trash it. I don't know. That's a long answer to to a question, but um, I I hope that answered, like, why is New Mexico the land of enchantment? I would say it's it's just one of those places, especially you go up to Taos. You, you you know if you ever got to go to Santa Fe back in the you know eighties, you know any, any time before the eighties, before uh, Oprah and uh, Shirley MacLaine found it, very spiritual place. You know, a lot of meditation, a lot of like you know you can really feel you know the spirits. Uh, you know, you know they move the wind chimes here. That's what I'll say. You know, is it the wind moving the wind chimes or is it the, uh, is the spirits, you know? So that's, that's why I'm saying it. People move here and they fall in love. And then there's people here and they're, they're here for like a minute and they're like, ugh, food is terrible. First of all, if you ever come here and say the food is terrible, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. You know? If you if you come here and you eat at Chili's, Applebee's, whatever the fuck that shit is, you're at, you're stupid. 
There's such good food here. You know, the thing is, is where's the best food? You know, we, we don't advertise very well. It's all word of mouth. People know. You'll know when you're in a place that's like a hole in the wall and it, you know, stuff doesn't, it doesn't look very fancy, but they'll bring the food out and A, it'll be some of the best food you've ever eaten. B, it'll probably melt your face off. It's just how it is. I'm going to make another bourbon. My mom is saying Roswell canceled their 4th of July this year. I'm sure they did. It's kind of the it's kind of the ongoing trend. I don't know what, where we're going to watch fireworks this year from on TV, I guess. <laughs> you know, virtually, virtually like we do right now. By the way, if you guys have any 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 questions for me, there will not be a tendering minimum show on Sunday. I have given uh, the other guys the the day off, so I'm I'm jumping on the questions for them today. So, yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Ooh, how far do you think your podcast will go? Well, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I'll say it's gone farther than I ever thought it would. How about that? That's 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 a shitty answer. But um, man, I gotta pour a drink for that one. Let's say this: it's gone farther than I ever thought it would. I had certain goals in mind, and I've only one I've uh, only one I've never done. You know. Only one I haven't reached. And if that's if that's where I end it, I'm cool with that. You know? And there there were certain goals I had. I wanted when I first started this, I mean I was a guy in Portales, New Mexico, which is a town of like ten to thirteen thousand people. My girlfriend at the time and ex-co-host were living together, and I was mowing lawns and uh, taking care of some property. And I was like, I'd heard I bought a pot, a, a iPod. I mean, this is all documented. And I was like, well, well, you know, I'm tired of this music that I have. You know, what else is there? And so I started downloading on iTunes. Something that was called podcast because I didn't know and I didn't have no idea what that was, so I had to even go look it up. And it was like, you know, basically a radio show that an amateur records in their basement or in their house and puts out. And I'm like, okay. And some of them were really rough and terrible, and some of them were not. And a lot of times I was like listening to these and I was like, man, are these people like radio people? And they're just like doing it in their studio. No. So there were people out there that were doing it and doing it terribly. And there were people out there that were doing it very well and somehow knew how. And so I, I was like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. You know, I like it. I want to do it. And I want to see if I can do it. And I, I rook my friend and my girlfriend into doing it with me. 
and we uh, go to Radio Shack, and I, I think my friend who was pretty, he made a lot of, he had a bitty, lot of expendable income, and I was like, man, we need to buy, these are the things I think we need to buy. And I had this piece of shit um, Sony laptop that would overheat, and I'd have to put it in the freezer to like cool it off, which now I have learned what caused that, and I could actually probably have fixed that problem now. But um, so I would, before the show, I would put this Sony laptop in the freezer so it didn't overheat and shut off in the middle of recording. And the three of us, like we started out doing a show one one hour a night for five nights a week which was ridiculous ridiculous to have that like if we didn't have day jobs okay but we were just putting out this amazing insane amount of content that i've lost it's gone and i'm very very happy about that because it was not good yeah so where did i think i would go with this did i ever think i would like take it how far did i ever think i would take it um Well, let's see. At one point during one of the shows, I was like, man, I would love to do a live show in a bar. Imagine if we did a live show in a bar. Check. Done it many times. Every every Sunday for a year we did. Um, Then I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we got sponsored by an actual brewery or a beer? check (laughs) done that many times over um then i was like wouldn't it be cool if they named a beer after us check (laughs) you know and then uh i don't know those were what else was there there was um interview somebody famous check you know So far, I've got to do everything that I was set out to do. The only thing I never that, that hasn't happened is I was, was like, man, if I could do this show and just get paid, and this was my job. And that is the only thing I haven't achieved. That is the only thing. Now, it's probably the hardest. At the time when I said all of it, I didn't know that was the hardest. You know, um, Now, every day... You know, I get an ad that's like, you know, $1,000 podcasting class now for only $34.99, which is bullshit. I get hit up at least once a week. Hey, uh, I'm starting a podcast and I'd like your help to set up a podcast. Um, not really what I want, you know, not really something I want to help people do. If I wanted to help people start a podcast, I would uh, go teach it, you know. I'd, I'd uh, record a master class on how to do it. Um, you know, it's not something I, I'm interested in. Um, here, here's in you know, here's how I feel about that. Um, starting a podcast is super easy. You know, especially nowadays. When I started, it, it wasn't because no one would help you. No one would tell you how to do it, and there weren't YouTube videos on how to do it. There wasn't um, technology geared towards doing it. You had to take the technology that existed, 
which was for um, musicians. You had to take that, modify it, use it for what, you know, for this. It was like uh, Royal's, Royal's about to hit it. Royal's hitting it in the chat. And here's what here's the problem. Nowadays, it's so easy. You can go get a blue snowball, which if you don't know what that is, then you, you haven't even started looking. And if you're hitting me up and you don't know what that is, you need to start start again. You can get a blue snowball microphone, plug it in via USB, download Audacity if you have a PC. If you don't, you have GarageBand, and hit the record button and start talking. You know? And that's how easy it is. Now, here's how hard it is. You're going to have to figure out how to edit that audio. Because as soon as someone rides by in a motorcycle, the dog barks. Somebody drops something on the floor. You know, depending on how old. He said they sell those blue snowballs at Target. Exactly. You're going to need to figure out how to edit the audio. And the problem I have is people go, well, I don't want to go that route. I want to, get, I want to go where you're at. Well, to get where I'm at, you, you got to learn how to do a lot of things. So why don't you learn how to do them the right way first? And, you know, that, that's how I feel about it. Because, and the reason why I feel that way about it is because doing this week in, week out isn't, hard, isn't easy. You know. Oh, oh, definitely. I'll definitely do your Instagram show. Absolutely. Um, doing a, I've been doing a show for 14 years. Lots of podcasts come and go in 14 years. Hundreds of thousands, maybe into the millions. Why? Because it's not easy to keep doing it. You have to sit down. And you have to talk for 15 minutes to an hour or two hours. You have to interview people. If you're not good at that, you're not going to do well. Or, you know, you have to be able to write a script and tell a story. It's just not easy. There's nothing easy about it. The easiest part is the blue snowball microphone. And I don't mean it's the color blue. It's B-L-U-E. But it's a it's the it's an actual brand, and it's the the main starter one. Um, the the easiest part is is plugging that USB in and, and hit and play or hit and record. The hardest part is doing it every week, and then listening back to it, and then putting it out in the world, or listening back to it and going, "Ugh, this sounds like shit." Hey, I know we spent two hours recording this. But it sounds like shit. I'm going to throw it in the trash. That's the hard part. You know, that's your master class right there. There's your $34.99. You know, how far did I think, do I think it will go? I don't know. All I know is this. I've been doing it so long that I don't. If I don't do it, I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's a part of me now. That's the difference. It's not 
you know, like when I'm walking through like <laughs> a store and I see something, I'm like, ooh, that's going to be on the show. I'm going to talk about that. I, I really got to pull that in and talk about that. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's just been ingrained in my brain, you know. And the weirdest part is like, as soon as I feel real down about it, and I'm just like, maybe it's time to hang up the 10 drink minimum banner. And we had a good run. We had a good whatever. You know, there'll be like a little lag where nothing cool happens. And I just kind of feel like, well, maybe this has run its course. Maybe this is, you know, you know, this is out of my system. Maybe something will happen. Somebody will contact me. Somebody will uh, do something. And it just, and it's like, it's like the fire, it's like the fire was dwindling. You're at, you know, you're camping and it's the end of the night and it's getting down. And then someone just took the gas can and threw it on there, you know, and it's all over again. Then I'm like making stickers. Uh, I'm I'm doing a a happy hour show on a Friday night, excited, uh, you know, drinking a bourbon that my friend made. Um, wearing his hat and I'm like, fuck yeah, I cannot wait to do this. I can't wait. Can't wait. And I get excited, you know, 14 years and I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to people. I'm excited to sit here and I'm excited to like change this and make it better and evolve evolution. It's all about evolution. And this is why, like, if you're hitting me up late at night, asking me, how you can do a video show like mine and you want me to show you, I'm like, fuck off. Cause if you don't, if you don't already, first of all, there's a hundred, you just click YouTube, you know, YouTube it. If you don't have the passion to do that, you aren't going to have the passion to do this week in and week out. Which is what people want. People want content. You know? When you when you turn on Hulu and you watch the TV show Dave, Little Dicky, the little Dicky one, there's like ten episodes of that show. Those people got up every fucking day for months to film that goofy Hulu show. And I mean they got paid, but it was a job for them. So in order to do this, you have to treat it like it's a job. If you don't treat it like it's a job, it, it won't, it, it won't happen. Six months. That's my cutoff. If you haven't made it past six months, you ain't going to make it. Just saying. It takes a lot of passion, a lot of fire. How far do I think it'll go? It's farther than I thought. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. As far as they'll let me take it. How about that? You know? There was a... Uh, I mean, I have some fun... I don't know. I have some interesting behind-the-scenes stories. So, uh, when the art bar closed, we did our show every Sunday live at a place called the Art Bar. And uh, this guy, like, the art bar closed. 
they were they were getting uh, they were having issues with so they were a private club and they kept they kept um, promoting it and that's a big no no if you have a private club with the liquor license so they got two strikes if you get a third they pull your license so they just decided to close because it was going to happen um, so some fucker on Facebook who had no no need to do it wrote this big long Facebook multi paragraphed post about how and why or people shouldn't be upset that they closed and here's why they should have. And, you know, whatever, that's his fucking opinion. But when it got down to like the third or fourth paragraph, he's like, then they had this podcast there and it was called 10 drink minimum. And they should have had mothers against drunk driving picketing that show every week. And I was just like, first of all, I was mad. And I was just like, dude, you don't even fucking know who we are, man. It's just a name. It's just a fucking name. Um, I don't sit there and tell people to drink a bunch of alcohol, get in a car, and drive. Never once. And the fact that you automatically assume, you know, if I'm telling someone to drink a bunch of alcohol, why do you automatically assume they're going to drive a car? You know? That's on you. That's your hang-up, man. I I have no DUIs, never had a DUI, and I'm very uh, stickler for not driving when I'm drinking. So there's that. But, you know... It's it's interesting. We, we the weirdest thing. What's the weirdest thing? I'm just answering. I'm just answering random questions I've had in my mind. The weirdest thing I've ever had is we had a fan from Australia hit us up and he's like, "Yeah, I wanna, I wanna fly in and hang out with you guys for the weekend." And this is like when Adam was leaving the show and Billy was was taking over for him and. Uh, it was really funny because, like, at first I was like, cool, a fan wants to fly here and hang out with me. That's dope. And I thought about it more. Um, I thought about it more. I was like, wow, wait a minute. I don't know this guy. I have no idea. First of all, this guy's crazy enough that he wants to fly here from Australia. That's weird, right? So... I started thinking about it. I was like, ooh, this could be bad. So he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to fly in and hang out. And so I start like backpedaling and I'm like, hey, you know, honestly, we're really in real life not that cool. Um, I don't think you should fly here just for us. And he goes, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'll already be in the United States, so I'm just going to hop over. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, where will you be in the United States? You're going to hop over. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm going to be in Florida. And I'm like, have you been to the United States before? And he's like, no. I was like, well, Florida. I mean, Australia is a big country. But like, I was like, Florida is pretty fucking far from Albuquerque. And he's like, yeah, I know, but it's cool. He's like, the Australian government's paying for it all. I'm like, all right, fuck it, you know. So they fly him in, and he flies over to – he does his whatever, and he flies from there to here. And I don't remember if I picked him up at the airport. No, no, he was already at the at the hotel. And he stayed at this hotel downtown, this Hotel Blue that's going to reopen soon. And uh, I go to pick him up, and, he, you know, he, he couldn't have been really – he couldn't have been cooler is the actual honest thing. And Billy and I go out with him. It's a Friday night, and we partied balls. Like, we went crazy. We took him to Launchpad. and uh, Not Launchpad. We took him to Burt's Tea Lounge. And I think Anodyne. 
And he ends up buying me and Adam our favorite whatever fifth of liquor we wanted. And I don't even remember what I picked. I, I want to say some scotch, I think. Yeah. But we get really wasted. And I remember having to, to ask him. I'm like, hey, man. Um, so Australians use the C word a lot. They drop the C word a lot. Uh, the C unit. You know, see you next Tuesday. And I was like, hey, man, you really got to reel that back. You can say fuck. You can say asshole. You can say shit. But you say that word and the wrong person hears it. We're going to we're going to get it. And I remember he was like, oh, OK, sorry. And and I and I got it. But, you know, they say it over to them over there. It's a whole different word. Anyway, we party balls that first night and we get wasted. And I'm, like, worried about the next night. I'm, like, so tired. Because I think I partied the night before, too, like on a Thursday. Most likely. And anyway, he, uh, I'm really worried that, like, we're going to go out the second night. And he's Australian, so we're, he's just going to be like, you guys are pussies, you know. <laughs> and... Billy and I, like, I, I think I picked up, like, a five-hour energy, like, just to get, you know, and Billy's, like, in rough shape, and uh, we go pick him up, and we go to um, Sadie's, and we take him to eat, and, you know, we, you know, that's, like, the thing to do if you're not from Albuquerque, is you take someone to Sadie's, and you just burn their face off. It's, like, fun for us. It's, like, our joke. So we take him to Sadie's, and he handled it actually really well. I'm sure he eats, like, Thai food or something, so he's used to hot. Anyway, we go out for a drink afterwards, and it's like 9 o'clock, and he's just like, sorry, mates. He's all, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, you know, what do you, what's the word? Um, I'm pretty tired from last night. I'm going to call it a night. And then, <laughs> so then immediately we're like, what? Are you crazy? We're going to party. And he's like, I can't. And we're like, oh, man, a bummer. So then he goes up to his hotel room, and we're just like, Whew. Oh man, and like I think we both went home and just crashed. So I mean, yeah, I don't know how I got on that story, but that's you know that's just how it is. But how far do I think the podcast will go? As long as far as they will fucking let me take it, you know. If they let me do a podcast in the governor's mansion, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll make it happen somehow. I'll figure it out. I'll make it happen. You know, if they, you know, take, I don't know. I don't know where it'll go. You know, it'll go. It'll, how far will it go? It'll go as long as I can take it and not the day, the day I don't, I don't wake up and have the passion for it is the day it'll end. You know, not to say I won't do something different, but that's when it'll end, you know, when I don't have the passion for it. Is where to end. I guess that's the answer. Really roundabout answer. Um, if Royal's still in the chat, Royal, do you have any questions for me? I mean, I, I that was wow. That was like 46, 45 minutes of three questions. <laughs> I am not good. I am not a good interview. So I did the uh, the Buck and Dex podcast the other day, and uh, being on the other side and being a guest. Number one, if you if you would like to book me for your podcast, Royal, I would definitely do your Instagram show, your Instagram TV. I'm all for it. Um, 
but if someone wants to interview me, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm all for it. If, uh, if it's your first or second podcast, I'm probably going to come in and, and, uh, you probably don't want me in that first rotation of guests. You probably want to have some guests first. Cause I'll come in pretty heavy, you know, bro. You went in, I went in, I don't know what that means. You went in, um, but um, I'm not a I'm not a good because I'm gonna come in and I'm just gonna be like, what are you doing here? And I'm just gonna kind of not, I don't know. I've 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 been a guest on other people's podcasts and I've had really great experiences, and I've went in and then I've like had other experiences where I'm like, man, this is kind of bush league, you know. And and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just kind of you know, it's like a, when a chef goes to another person's kitchen and they're like. Huh, you know? He says, we'll set it up next week. Sweet. Do you have any questions for me, Royal? Do you have any questions that you've always wanted to ask? Because, I mean, here they are. Here's the question. Here is the question show. Because I threw it out earlier this week because I forgot, you know. Oh, I remember what I was going to. Okay. I remember what I was going to talk about as well. Uh, While you're trying to think of that question, Royal. So, Albuquerque. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Thanks, Royal. I appreciate that. So, New Mexico was on TMZ this week. Let's see. I don't know if you guys saw this. Domino's. Albuquerque. Let's see if I can pull this up. Uh, Royal said, oh, I forgot slang. What I meant is that you spoke your truth about the matter of where your podcast can go, and I appreciate that. So, uh, not an image. I want video evidence. Okay. And this isn't a long video. But this is via TMZ. All right. Let me pull that off. <laughs> As a city planner, I need to ask, any construction changes after all this? Well, you know, ah, I don't know, man. We've been working. Uh, people have been inside during the pandemic. Um, uh, what Royal's talking about is uh, it's the one the one thing, that the one moniker for people listening to the podcast, because I'm recording a, an audio version of this. Um, and one thing that uh, people who live outside of Albuquerque don't know is a coworker of mine. I, I would t- I'll take my coworkers downtown whenever Albuquerque's not in the pandemic. And when I'm walking downtown, I you know, if I take people that are like outsiders to downtown, we're walking and, and people will drive by or or wave from across the street and yell out my name. And so one of my coworkers was like, "Man, you're like the mayor of downtown." And so. Um, it's kind of stuck. And when I was on the Buck and Deck show, they called me the mayor of downtown. Uh, I get introduced as the mayor of downtown by people. Um, my YouTube channel is called May Dow Media, which is mayor of downtown media. May Dow, the first three of each word. 
Um, so he's Royal. He's like, if you're the mayor, I'm the city planner. And I was like, well, well or, or the downtown planner, I guess, isn't really, you really wouldn't be the city planner. You'd be the downtown planner. So I don't know. We, we've got some ideas on what we want to do. You know, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. He's like, uh, honestly, don't have any, pr-. he's just glad to see me. No pressing questions. All right, Royal, I want you to see this though. Um, let me pull this banner back. This is from TMZ. And this is, uh, I haven't figured out what part of town this is in. I'm guessing it's either uh, Rio Rancho or uh, the Heights. And a Domino's delivery driver has delivered food. And a 13-year-old girl and her brother are there to pick it up. And I don't know how old the brother is. But they didn't tip him, and he gets pissed. Here you go. Here's the video. Look, it looks very, it looks very real Rancho to me. I'm sorry. Thanks for the tip. Eh, is that douchebag? What? <laughs> yeah, f- you, bro. What? It's for her, dude. I didn't even order it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny, bro. Really? Yeah. I didn't even order it. I don't get. I don't make money if I don't get tips. Dude, I didn't even. So basically, the the Domino's driver gets pissed because like they don't tip him, and and it, 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 let me see. Daniel says you got to deal with that, but it's true and fucked up. Okay, I've worked I've worked in the service industry. Let me kill this real quick. I worked in the service industry for whew, ten years. Ten years. Never had a job where I got a tip. You know? I worked for Pizza Hut. I worked for Domino's both. Now, I was like a shift manager. I was always a person inside store. Um, and here, here's the deal. I And people are like, well, she was only 13. She didn't know. I mean, I I find that... Hard to fucking believe. She said that she thought the delivery charge was the tip. Our society. Uh, I was a driver. I wasn't a driver, but I was a sh- I was a shift manager and I was an assistant uh, assistant manager at a Pizza Hut, and I was a shift manager for Domino's. I should get the fucking driver on the. Sh- that's a great idea. Um, he got fired by the way, so. What the driver did wrong, I'll tell you what the driver did wrong. He said something. And let, let me explain something. Let me explain the first part, then I'm going to go into the second part. So the first part is sitting there saying, oh, she's 13 years old. She didn't know about tipping people. Well, f- bullshit. Bullshit. She's never seen her family order a pizza before. Mom and dad never ordered a pizza and never talked about tipping. I find that to be very fucking hard to believe. 
very fucking hard to believe. You know? Um, whatever. And they're like, her dad was out of town and he wasn't there to do it for her. A 13-year-old kid, I mean, you know, don't act. First of all, she's 13 years old. In in two to three years, she's going to understand. She's going to have a flip of this because she's going to work at a Pizza Hut or Domino's or McDonald's where someone's going to fucking yell in her face because the nuggets are cold. Um, that's that's the that's the first part of this. Second part of it, Domino Driver, you're wrong. You shouldn't have said shit to their face. Shouldn't have said a, anything to their face. Man. Everyone knows your house. I'm sorry. Fight Club is, is an amazing film. And there's some parts of it that are pretty, pretty accurate. And the part about like where they're, we serve your food, we mow your lawns, we blah, blah, blah. That is fucking real. Let me tell you something. All the restaurants I worked at, if there was delivery, they knew all the shit houses. So all this dude needed to do the next time, spit on that shit like nobody's business. And you're like, Chris, that's fucked up. Boy, I know it. But that don't mean it don't happen. That don't mean it's not real. All the years working in the restaurant industry, boy, do they hate people that are assholes. And there's some karma city coming to that house. I tell you that much. You know, because guess what? That guy got fired. That don't mean he had friends that worked there. So I don't know if I'd order from Domino's again. You know, uh, they may have apologized. The owner may have apologized. The manager may have apologized. But delivery guy's buddy, he didn't. <laughs> there you go. See, fucking Daniel gets it or just drop his pizza and step on it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some Nike pizzas. In my day, I saw some Nike burritos when at one of the places I worked at. Just telling you, be a dick, be an asshole, be a Karen, whatever. Man, people do not fucking forget. Good luck on that. Laugh. Here's the other problem I have with this fucking video is the douchebag piece of shit kid he has not the 13 year old girl but the boy <laughs> dude i didn't even order it man she ordered it and he thinks it's the funniest shit in the world all right all right oh, there he is look at this guy this guy knows this fucking guy knows especially those orders at 11:56. here's a rule of thumb if it's 30 minutes to close of a place don't order or if you do accept the consequences of what's going to happen you know, there's another movie. It's called Waiting. W-A-I-T-I-N-G. Didn't do well at the box office. People didn't like it. I tell you what, man. That was the most, except for, I mean, there was some hyperbole because they have to do that for Hollywood. But other than that, one of the most realistic restaurant films I've ever seen in my entire life. The whole kitchen staff, when those people came in late, uh, tell them you tip. If you walk in, yeah, if you walk in late, he's right. Dude, this guy knows. 
If you walk in late, say, hey, man, I am very sorry that we're late, but we are going to tip. So this movie waiting, these, these, this couple comes in, like the, the kitchen staff is standing there staring at the clock. And, and that is so accurate because all you want to do is get the fuck out of work and go and drink or do whatever drugs you're going to do. Cause that that's that's kitchen people, and I have to tell you this, man. People who work in a kitchen, line cooks, fucking uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, kit, you know, kitchen uh, confessionals or whatever the book is, drug addicts, alcoholics, because it's a high pressure job, and you don't think that these people would fuck with your shit if you walked in. At 11.55, and they close at midnight. You know, first of all, you walk in 11.55 to a restaurant, they already have the grill clean. They already have the fryer shut down. They're probably trying to figure out what you're going to order so they can somehow hack it and make it and not have to fucking, you know. I used to, I could do a whole show on the things I saw in a Tasty Freeze kitchen. I could do a whole show. Saw a dude make a hamburger in a fryer. And then when the dude left, he's like, that was the best hamburger I've ever eaten in my life. So, you know, don't do it. Here, and, and we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Everybody's like, oh, people delivering food are, are essential. And they're heroes. They're on the front line. And this fucking little girl, I'm 13. I don't know any better. I delivery charge. Bullshit. Bullshit. And I, you know, I posted, I, I posted the video, and I said that this is ridiculous. And someone's like, "She's a thirteen-year-old girl, man. She doesn't know any better." Huh. Well, guess what? Guess what? Most teenagers do for a job when they first enter the marketplace. Fast food. I feel like it should be. If it's not, I feel like, you know, like a lot of countries have this thing where, uh, you know, a lot of countries, when you turn 18, you have to either go to the military for two for one year or do like public service for two years. I feel like in the United States, when you turn 16, you go work at a fucking Wendy's right away or a McDonald's or, you know. Every time I see someone like chewing out a waiter in public, I go, they never had a, they never had a, uh, a job where they deal with the public. Oh, it's terrible. I got no, I got no sympathy for it. I didn't know it was a delivery charge. I thought that was a pain for it. Even if it is, even the delivery charge was what the driver makes. This dude is out driving from house to house. In the middle of a pandemic, could get sick, so that you can have your, um, you know, medium deep dish fucking uh, deluxe pizza, you know, and then act like a complete asshole about it. <laughs> it's not even for me, man. It's for her. Fuck you. Mm, I hope people egg your house. 
I mean, your house is on the video. That's terrible in itself. I love that movie, Waiting. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. That's what I got to say. <laughs> I feel like her dad, her dad was like, well, I was out of town. I wasn't there. I left her my card. And it's like, I feel like the dad's like, fuck, man. Now I can't get Domino's pizza now. Because he knows. He knows. They're going to fucking uh, take the dough out and sit on it and then, you know, put the sauce on it. It's bare ass. They're going to bare ass sit on it. Then put the sauce on it, cheese it, boom, then make it. And you're eating you're eating a, a bare butt pizza. You know. Yeah. Jeez. See, Georgia gets it. She had to do it. That was her first job. Yeah. You get yelled at, man. I'm telling you. Getting yelled at sucks. There's nothing worse in the world other than like someone you know dying but there's nothing more traumatic than like you're just going about your day and some piece of shit entitled motherfucker giving you a piece of their mind because they fucking feel like it nothing worse nothing worse i don't i can't think of it you know Oh, I remember where, I mean, I had a guy, I remember I worked at Domino's and it was like 1130 and his credit card wouldn't go through and I wouldn't send the pizzas till his credit card went through and he threatened to kill me over the phone. So I called the owner and I said, some dude just threatened to kill me because his credit card won't go through. And then the dude came down and I'd locked the door and he was knocking on the door and dude, I'm six foot two. two. And at the time, probably 250, 260. And I walked right up to the fucking glass. And I was like, I'll unlock the door. I'll come out there. And you better kill me. People are pieces of shit. I'm sorry, they are. You know? You don't understand. Like, oh, she's a 13-year-old girl. You need to understand. No, you need to understand what this poor dude goes through on a daily basis. You know? He sees the worst of humanity. He drives from house to house. He sees your filthy shithole that you live in. He sees, um, uh, what do they call the What's this show? Uh, hoarders. He doesn't see the show Hoarders. He sees them in real life. He sees a, he, he you know, goes to a house and they open the door and it smells like pee. Um, he sees someone beating their kid. He sees someone doing drugs. This guy sees it all. You know, these delivery drivers. You know, and and it's one of those things where it's like I'm I'm during the pandemic. I don't you know, I, I don't go out to bars because, you know, you can't. So I'm saving all kinds of money. So every fucking time I order something, I think my minimum tip is ten dollars. Why? Because this fucking person risked their life to drive to my house to deliver me a sandwich. Because I'm too lazy to go to the grocery store and buy food to make it myself. I'm paying the lazy tax. Mm, I don't know. Very frustrating, this whole thing. I saw that, and when someone's like, she's a 13-year-old girl. Using her dad's credit card. Put five fucking dollars on the credit card, man. 
come on. You know, I don't know. Anyway, that was fun. <laughs> That's fun times. Uh, I don't know if I got 30 minutes left of me. I think I can. You guys want me to go another 30 minutes? I think I can go another 30 minutes. Or 20, 26 minutes to be exact. I may have to have another beer. But there won't be a show Sunday, so I'm kind of I'm kind of soloing it for you guys. But you're going to have to ask me some questions or say something you want me to talk about or something so that I can keep going. Otherwise, I'll run out of steam and I won't I won't know what to say. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes I can just go on Facebook and get angry and, uh, you know, (laughs) my mom. I always try to treat people doing any honest work with respect. And you know what's funny is I taught my mom and them. I said, don't go into places 30 minutes before it closed. They'll spit in your food. Don't send your food back unless you absolutely need to. They'll spit in your food. You know? I hope you have a good weekend too, Georgia. You know, happy Memorial Day to everyone. It's really weird because, like, people are like, I'm like, oh, it's a three-day weekend. And they're like, who cares? I'm like, I do because I don't have to actually work. You know, I'm actually sitting in my office right now. So right now it's me having fun in my office. But I don't actually have to get up Monday morning, log in, and do work. You know. I told you you could ask a question. I said I, I turned it. I I, re, I recanted that. My mom is upset. She says you told me that I couldn't ask questions. I recanted it. I recanted that. I said you could. So it's just that you get to ask, like on a, most of these people don't get to talk to me every day and ask questions. You do so. That's just why I was I was trying to leave room. But if you if you want. To ask a question by all means. I'm not I may or may not answer it, but you know, we'll see. Oh man. What else happened? I was you know, it's been an interesting interesting week, you know. <laughs> I like that. Tomorrow I'm gonna drive to Lukenbach, Texas with Willie. Waylon and Willie and the boys. So I've never been there. My mom and dad have been to Lukenbach, and they said there's really nothing there. And it's like really sad. It's one of the. It's like it's like for me, I feel like Lukenbach, Texas, would be my Roswell, where like I've got to go to Lukenbach, Texas, and people would be like, really don't think it's a good idea. You're kind of wasting your time. So, you know. I'm actually, if you're wondering, if you're watching the video, I wonder what I'm doing. I'm swatting a gnat that is flying right in front of my uh, computer. So I don't know what I'm going to do. So I have a three-day weekend. I don't know what I'm going to do. I may, I may drive somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. Not far, though. Not far. Motherfucker. I'm tired of this gnat. Didn't get him. Piece of shit. <sighs> and my mom says it is, yeah. Let's go to Lugenbach, Texas. Willie and Waylon and the boys. That's a that's a good song though. I think it's one of those things where they just like Lukenbach sounds really cool. Lukenbach sounds like a beer. Yeah, so I was uh chilling with my buddies and we were kicking back a couple Lukenbachs, if you know what I mean. 
There was actually a beer made like so. There's Shinerbach. Everyone knows Shinerbach. One of the big manufacturers, I think, tried to copy it. Uh, let me see if I can. There it is, and it's called Ziegenbach. Let me see here. Ziegenbach is a German amber lager brewed by Anheuser-Busch. It's billed as for Texans by Texans and distributed in Texas and nearby states. So Ziegenbach is one of those beers where it's like basically my mom says, come see us. I can't. I can't. I couldn't in good conscience come and see you because I wouldn't want to drag. I wouldn't want to be like I wouldn't want to have the virus and drag it down there. And then you get sick, and dad gets sick, and then something bad happened. I couldn't do that. Son of a bitch, this gnat. Um, I couldn't do it. Uh, that sounds rough, but, you know, it, it's, yeah, I couldn't do that. Because I, I don't know. I, I think I had the virus. I honestly think I've had it. I think I had it, and I think it's gone. But I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't want to transmit it. But um, anyway, the Ziegenbach is this beer that uh, Anheuser-Busch made. And I always want to hate on, like, I always want to hate the big dog, you know. But I always liked it. You know, I wanted to hate it. But I ended up, li- I ended up liking it. Not, not like Scheinerbach-like. But it was one of those things where... If I went somewhere and they didn't have uh, get tested, I could, but then I won't. Okay, so if I got tested tomorrow, I would find out on Monday. It takes 48 hours to find out the uh, the answer. So, not going to, that wouldn't help. So, sorry. Love, you know, that would be a good... I don't know. But uh, I always like would go places, and if they had Ziegenbach instead of Shiner, I wasn't like, I'd be like, oh, well, you have Shinerbach? No, we have Ziegenbach. Oh, all right, I'll take that. I'll do that. I'll drink that. But no one ever had Lukenbach. Why they never made a Lukenbach beer? No one's made a beer called Lukenbach. Yeah, it just seems like it's a. Let me see. Let's look that up. I I, I hate to be wrong on that. Lukenbach Beer Saloon? Hmm. But is there a... Ooh, I see one. Lukenbach Pilsner. Oh, but that doesn't make any sense. It should be a Lukenbach Bach. It should be Lukenbach. Ugh. Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> Ask Willie. What does that mean? I don't oh well, I see Willie. Lukenbach beer. I will tell you this. I do like Lone Star beer. So Georgia, when you're in if you're really driving to Lukenbach, Texas. Get a Lone Star beer, take a picture and send it to me, cause I and and they sell it here now. I like I, I like whenever I go to a store, if I'm hemming and hawing and I'm walking through and all of a sudden I see Lone Star, 
I'll just buy it. I like it. I like Lone Star beer. I remember the commercials when I was a, when I was a young a young Chris. The commercials were that a they would always be like the police and uh, it would be a Lone Star beer truck and it was destroyed and it was like an armadillo that was like into the Lone Star beer. There's probably some small breweries in Austin that make it. I don't know. The Luchenbach beer. Let me see. Let me type in Luchenbach beer. B-O-C-K. Why would you not make that? The top 10 breweries near Luchenbach, Texas. That's actually a go- in Google. Fucking net. Uh, Pontotoc Vineyard. That's not a brewery. Huh. Texas Heritage Vineyard. Not a brewery. Uh, <laughs> but then there's the Fredericksburg Brewing. Ooh, a three out of five. That's not good. Altstadt Brewery. Three and a half. Pint and Plow Brewing. Four and a half. There we go. Real Ale Brewing. Four and a half. Good. Reckham Wright Brewing Company, four or five stars out of four reviews. So maybe there were some ideas for you. I don't know. It is a big wine country there. Okay. I see. I see. I see. No one's uh, commented on the Super Nintendo logo here. What do you guys think of the Super Nintendo logo? You guys, you guys want to see it up close? I'll, I'll here. I'll, let me, uh, you know, da da da. That's the Super Nintendo Tendrick Minimum logo. I mean, it is a famous video game manufacturer logo that I've <laughs> stolen. That they're going to use this audio in court for. <laughs> Whoops. But uh, I really like it, you know, big fan. So just saying, I don't know if you guys like it, but I like it. I think it's cool, but I'm a real nerd. I'm a real nerdo. Um, if you guys are on YouTube, um, there's a, I have my own YouTube channel. Tendring Minimum has its own YouTube channel. It's called Tendring Minimum. Boom. But I have my own YouTube channel. It's called May M A Y D O W Media. Mayda Media. And uh, did I make it in Photoshop or Illustrator or what? Um, I made it in. I, I don't have Photoshop. Photoshop is expensive for no reason whatsoever. Um, I made it in GIMP two. If you know what that is, it's like the open source Photoshop. Um, Adobe products, if there was like, okay, if Adobe would just sell you the software and let you own it, I would buy it. But they won't. They do this whole fucking membership. You have to pay a monthly subscription. And I get it. You you know, if, if you only pay $20 for a month and use it for a month, that's cool. But Jesus Photo f- learning Photoshop in a month. It's tough. I I know how to use GIMP, GIMP two, pretty well. 
So I made it in GIMP 2 and Adobe Spark. Adobe Spark is free. I make a lot of things in Adobe Spark. But, yeah. I mean, do you guys like it or do you hate it? I mean, you know, I was watching, I was watching that Slobby's World on, uh, on uh, Amazon. Uh, not Amazon, on Netflix. And his his show is called or his uh, store is called Generation Cool, and he does he did it in like the original Nintendo font, and I was sitting there and I was like, well, fuck, dude, that's cool as shit, and I thought about doing a tendering minimum in the original, and then I I was typing it in and I saw like the Super Nintendo logo and I was like, dude, I could do that easy, and. I like it. I might make a shirt out of it. I like it a lot. I don't know. We'll see. Gimp is groovy. It's high rate. Dude, I mean, you can't. Any any program that does like a, a monthly charge. No. No thanks. I mean, unless I use it. Like, okay. This program, StreamYard. I, I you know, StreamYard has not paid me any money. Love this program. I pay, I'll pay, I pay good money. You know, I pay for the subscription to this, this, but I use it, you know, two to three times a week. Um, I use it to stream our show. I use it to do these happy hours. And then everyone, you know, and every once in a while, my friends and I will get together on here. And I mean, I can watch a Netflix show with my friends on here that get, yes, I got it. I can watch a show with my friends on here, you know, not streaming, but like, you know, I had a WrestleMania um, uh, watch party with my friends, you know, high def. It was cool from Defonda. That's where I got it. That, that is, yeah, that's where I got it. If you want to do other, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I let Ray, Ray actually does a lot of our, our media stuff now. And I love that. Um, you know, he, he does a lot. He's better at it than I am. I'm not saying that, like, he he has skills that I don't have, as in, like, using the software. He just has a better eye for things. Like, he can sit there and go, this is what it's – if I make it this way, it'll look awesome. Uh, and then, like, once he's done it, I could sit there and look at it and go, oh, I could have done that. I just didn't have the the – imagination or the eye for it so but like when i looked at that tent you know like i said when i looked at the super super nintendo logo i was like oh i could do that yeah wasn't hard but you know i like it i like simple you know the, the hardest thing for me has been uh learning that simplicity simple is the key like if if you're if you're making something with you know with art, don't go crazy. Just make it you know enough, and that's been the hardest you know, and that's what's cool about that. I mean it's just like, boom! It's the font, it's the you know, and it doesn't look ex- you know. It, I change it just enough that it's like, you know, if they come in to sue me, I mean, is it clear that that's what I did? Yes, but. You know, you're going to have to sue a lot of people, you know. <laughs> I like it. But I'm probably going to do, yeah, I'll probably do more. Like, Georgia, I'll probably do more. I really dig it. 
I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I like it. Very inside joke. Um, I do love this though. There's a there's a a place in town that makes stickers, and um, they took something that I say like a lot, and they made a sticker out of it, and I really dig it. I wish I had a lot of these, and maybe if people really want them, I yeah. So my friend group, they'll you know, we 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 have a friend text message group. And uh, somebody will be like, hey, you guys want to um, come to my birthday party? And I'll be like, no, thank you. And I'll do this. So one of my friends was like, I'm going to make you no thank you stickers. Yeah. So I have some. I don't have a lot. I have like, I have like 10 <laughs> of these. So I have to like be very careful where I put these no thank yous though. And then uh, I do have new stamps. So for all the people that got mailed um, Tendering Minimum stickers, the, the, the bumper stickers, I was like, well, I'll do that as long as I can until I run out of stamps. And I had those sweet John Lennon stamps. And I burned through them, and I was like, I'm going to buy some more. Well, they don't have any more. Those were limited edition. I wish I would have kept some. Anyway, I now have Sally Ride stamps. So if there are people out there who want a 10-drink minimum sticker, uh, PM me. I will not give this out. I will not spam this in any way, shape, or form. I am not going to keep your information. I'm not going to mail. I mean, I, you know, I may mail you something else, but it might, it'll be fun. Um, see, look, watch, watch. Here's proof that I did it. If you're watching the video, thanks for the bumper sticker, by the way. I said I would do it and I sent it. So here you go. So I have one, two, three, four, five, 25 stamps. Is that right? Oh, let's see. 20 stamps, sorry. 20 stamps. <laughs> Math is hard. Uh, 20 stamps, so 20 people, if you send me your address, I will mail you 10 drink minimum WrestleMania style stickers. Let me see if I can, uh, pull that up here. I might have a... I don't know if I have a... Oh, there we go. Your is charmingly terrible. Yeah, my handwriting is terrible. I was born left-handed, and they made me learn how to write right-handed. And as you can see, I'm holding this beer without thinking about it in my left hand. I never knew I was left-handed till I was an adult. And many times at places where I would work, they'd be like, are you left-handed? And I'd be like, no. And I used to work on my handwriting. My dad would make me work on it all the time. Never got better. And finally, I realized, I was like, when I subconsciously reach for things, I reach with my left hand. When I hold things, I hold them in my left hand. Holy shit, I'm left-handed. <laughs> Who knew? And... uh one of those things is like, my mom's like, I did. Well, really? You didn't do much to help that. 
Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, shit. Oh, there's another one. Son of a bitch in nets. You know, I've learned over, and it's crazy because, like, over time, I've, it, it, I feel it get more and more stronger. I've, I don't try to write with my left hand because I feel like that's just, at this point in the game, at the age of 45, writing with my, learning to write cursive or whatever with my left hand is a moot point, you know. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, I have a printer. I'll print all the addresses on the envelope. But I was handwriting them all. But now Shelby has made me feel like a piece of trash. So I won't. I probably will. I'm just saying. But that's the whole story behind uh, that. So, yeah. Anyway. You PM me your address and I will mail you really cool. They're really cool. Stickers. Um, God, do I not have a photo of them somewhere? Weird. I thought I had them somewhere. Available. I mean, I have them over. I actually have the stickers. They're in the other. They're 10 feet that way. If I really want to get up and, you know, show them to you. But what do you care? It's free. Oh, everyone's leaving me. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. Maybe I'll get some of these Tendrick Minimum stickers like this. Ah, fucking net. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. There's not going to be a show on Sunday, so don't show up uh, thinking there's going to be a show. We're, we're taking the weekend off. Um, maybe I'll do a show tomorrow night. Who knows? Who could know? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I want to thank you guys for listening to my crazy rants. Um, anyway, my YouTube channel is Maydown Media. Um, subscribe. I'm going to be making lots more videos. I've made some new ones. But uh, I'm going to be making a lot more. I have another tool coming in the mail tomorrow that will help me make more videos. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So I'm not going to spoil it. Not going to spoil it. But uh, more videos. If you like media, if you like videos, if you like vlogging type of stuff, I'm going to be doing more of that stuff. So should be cool. I want to thank uh, uh, Matt Simons at uh, Broken Trail brewing and distilling for this uh, fine bourbon that uh, he made so that I could buy it. And he gave me a hat. Um, if you are in the Albuquerque area and you would like some of this bourbon, they are selling it at his um, uptown location, which is off of Louisiana and Manal, right next to the Chipotle. So there you go. And... Most Sundays, I do a show called Tendrick Minimum. You might have heard of it if you're listening to this. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, I want to plug a little bit of James's stuff. James is on a, a TV show, Midnight Texas. Uh, if you guys go watch it and it gets lots of views, um, you know, maybe it'll come back. Oh, I know what I want. Dude, if I do a show tomorrow night, 
I really, really, really want to talk about um, the uh, the Bulls' last dance. Oh, so good, so good. I I I watched it after all of the the backlash. So good. ESPN Plus, man, get it and watch the Last Dance Bulls. I might talk about that tomorrow night. We'll see. Um. Yeah, man, uh, like like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 10 drink, Instagram at 10 drink, um, Twitter, 10 drink minimum. But uh, hit us up, ask questions, say things, feedback. We like feedback. If you're out there, we like it. So hit us up. Uh, with that, I am Chris from 10 drink minimum. This has been great. Uh, I will do more of these if people ask questions. I If, you know, they pile up, I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do more of them. I'll be like, oh, it's another question show. But uh, you guys have a good weekend. Uh, Stay safe out there. Um, Drink responsibly. Don't drive. And have a lot of fun. I am 10 drink minimum.